What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Oh, man. Boys is getting quiet. Going to get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Yeah. Let me come through four bowls, steady tipping. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that new lap. Yeah. Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see be running back. Yeah. Maybe AP. Yeah. Maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping because we some athletes. Yeah. The more right, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me, especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set it straight. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports wise. A compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor to work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. Ashley, I hate you. Okay. Let's be great, baby. Let's be great. 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 Come on. Let's be great. Let's be great. Let's be great. Let's be great. Let's go. Let's be great. Let's be great. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What it do, what it do, what it do. What it do. This is your girl, Ashley Moe. That man over there is uh, Mervin the Right, the Junior. How's it going? How's it going this this morning, evening, afternoon, whenever y'all listening? What's up? Yes, yes. Hello, people. Hello, good people. This is episode 21. And if you have listened to the majority of these episodes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And if you want to contribute, you know, uh... I think of my cheapest bill, my Netflix bill is thirteen dollars a month, so you can send me, you know, money for my bills. Show this uh, <laughs> Bro, Netflix is high. Right, man. <laughs> Price keep going up, man. They got one more. They got about one more time. One more again. Okay. Sure. Anyways, let's get straight to the agenda. We're gonna rate the NBA plan. You feel me? Then we're gonna jump straight to the NBA playoffs because that's the hottest thing jumping right now. We're going to dabble in the WNBA. A coach called a player fat. We'll have a little break, and then Merv's minute is from May 25th, 2020. Aaron Rodgers speaks out. Padres bring out the swag chain, and J. Cole faces criticism for being in the Basketball Africa League. I always stumble when I say it, Merv, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's not grammatically correct. Basketball mm. Africa League. Look, all I'm saying is maybe the person who came up with this isn't of a descent from a country that speaks English as a first language. We're not here to debate semantics, but we got the three main components. Basketball, it's a league, it's in Africa. We put them all together, bam, Basketball Africa League. That's that's, that's all we're here for. That's all all they're doing is playing basketball in Africa in a league. It's just a lot. Anyways, you ever looked up the of, you ever looked up it. the um like the acronym for FIFA? It's all kinds of messed up. So look, just as long as it makes sense, it's all good. Think about it though. Out of all the people we know, I don't know if you know many, but I know quite a few people who have played professionally overseas, and I've never heard any of them say Africa. That's true. It's always Europe, or maybe Asia. Interesting. Hmm. Never heard that before. That's true. It's, it's, Anyways, yeah. 
I didn't even know. I honestly didn't know they had a professional basketball league until J. Cole got in it. Well, it just, I think it's the one that just started with the NBA. Like the NBA did it. In, the NBA. Like the NBA is in partnership with the with these guys. Like the people who did this. This is an NBA partnered league. I believe so. Well, uh, look, I have time to not listen to you and look it up between okay. now and then. So, well, I better say yeah. We're gonna talk about J Cole being in this league for a whole segment and somebody hating on him, or is he spitting facts? We'll get to that at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But first, let's rate the NBA playing. Um, Okay, me and Merv talked about this NBA plan before it happened because LeBron James obviously didn't want to be in a plan because his team was without him for 20-plus games. Mm-hmm. And Merv's Mavs also didn't want to be in the NBA plan because when they were almost there, they complained about it. So, mm-hmm. hey. But let's rate the plan. The East, that mess sucked. It was terrible. Garbage. Like, Blowouts. Garbage. The East in the plan is like the East now when I'm watching, like – just blowouts, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like it's dang, this game is trash. I be watching like dang, this game is trash mm-hmm. on the eastern side. Right. The west, they you know, they they that's come what and they want it. And 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 I think the west, that's exactly what the NBA was looking for, where you had the close games, um, especially with the big game. Everybody was looking forward to, which was Golden State and uh, the Lakers, uh, because even though I'm mad because I was I fell asleep because I was tired from working all day. Um, seeing that game or seeing what I saw of it and then seeing the highlights is like, okay, NBA is like, okay, we're going to have them come in, play this extra game. We're going to get all these ratings. We're going to get all this ad revenue before the games even start or before the actual playoffs even playoffs. start. And you had Steph – and it was essentially Steph and LeBron going at it because, as you've liked to mention sure. multiple times, Steph has I nobody don't. on his team. LeBron – um, ha- still has Anthony Davis, but e- even either way, they're still going at it back and forth because they understand Step the greatness. LeBron. They understand the greatness, you know, that the other man brings to the table. Um, Stephen yeah. LeBron, speaking of that, okay, let's get to this game, y'all. If you did not watch the game, you need to go back and find how you can watch it because it was so, so, so good. Mm. Must see TV. When I tell y'all I was up and out of my seat so many times, mm-hmm. It was must-see TV. The game came down to the wire. And this is a play-in game. Two of the greatest basketball players of all time. Mm -hmm. Literally going back and forth. It was so dope. Anyways, it reminded me of just last year. This is how I know LaGoat is LaGoat. It reminded me of just last year. Remember when the Lakers played the Miami Heat in the um, finals and Mm -hmm. it was that one game where – Jimmy Butler and LeBron James were literally going back and forth, back yeah. and forth. It, it, it reminded me on a sense of that level. Granted, LeBron James is more dominant in that Miami game that I'm speaking of, mm-hmm. but it's two of the best players in the history. Two, two, of, some, two of some of the best players in the history of basketball. So, uh, long story short, LeGoat James shot the game-winning shot on Steph Curry mm-hmm. from the letters near half court. You know, if you walk into a professional basketball, for those of you who didn't see it, you walk into a, on a professional basketball court, and it's the words that are horizontal from half court. He was like at the end of the sentence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he busted in his face with the shot clock expiring on the buzzer, and that won them the game. Right. I just want to say, Legault, once again, does Legault things. And like you said, they recognize each other's greatness. Steph mm-hmm. Curry literally turned and looked at LeBron like, bro, 
you did not just hit that shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, bro, you right. really just hit that shot on me. Bro, he looked back at him mad, bro. <laughs> like, right. bro, you just hit that shot on me. Like, I, he was in disbelief, yes. but he recognized greatness. And, Steph Curry, that look right there said so many things and, to me. And I Show think it, deference. If I may give props to LeBron, which I don't do that often on this platform because, because you do it a lot, enough, case in point. I think it's even better because LeBron's not a shooter. Like, LeBron's more of a scorer. And so, for him pulling up to shoot. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's not a shot at LeBron, but. Excuse me. LeBron James has the most buzzer beaters in playoff history. Okay, but that's not. From jump shots. No, I that's just fair. Throw that no, out no, no, there. no. So don't become a for man. No, LeBron James not, is not a Steph Curry shooter. That's what I'm but saying. LeBron like, James can still like shoot Steph, the ball. Like okay. Steph is a shooter. LeBron's a scorer. That, that's what I'm saying. But LeBron can still shoot. He can though. still. Yeah, obviously he can still shoot the ball. He wouldn't be in the yeah. league if he couldn't. You see but, him last night when he had four threes. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I really didn't. I was more worried about trying to figure out how I could watch the Mavericks game last night when I finally got home from work, and I can oh, tell you about that later. But yeah, it's so LeBron hitting that shot. And again, it just kind of kind of capped that night off, um, and then yes, it did. and then even moving on to uh, Golden State playing uh, Memphis, that was a close but game. To yes, go before ahead. we go to the Golden State playing Sorry. Memphis, mm-hmm. did you see LeBron James recruiting after the game? Bro, he's not going. To, he's not going. He's not moving south. Now I'm not. He's I don't, not I don't moving. Steph, Steph is not I going south. I don't think south. Steph Curry is coming to the Lakers either, but. Do y'all think LeBron James has tried to recruit him, though? Oh, absolutely. I would say so. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't and I you? Just, you know, I just dwell in the thought of them uniting. Like, now, let me put it like this. Like, if that were to happen, at that point, like, for a week, I will let LeBron haters tell me about how LeBron James is ruining the league, Because he, Because he would be doing that. that <laughs> but... I still would dwell in having them both on the team. No. You, honestly, you'd have a better chance of getting Dame Lillard to come down to uh Oh, LA for sure. Because for sure. Steph's already won championships. He has no reason to leave. Dame, Dame so, would have to be – he would have to be traded, though, because yeah. he's, he's in his contract for um, – a good while. Right. And he's he, already uh, – and he said – and he, Dame has said he doesn't want to leave, which is yeah, noble. Yeah, but, play, but players do that and yeah. they leave. Okay. You can, it would be a situation of Dame's like 35 and it's like, all right, look, I ain't got that much time left. Who about to win right now? I'm going. LeBron is not going to be in a league with no, Dame's know, but, but I'm just saying, But I'm just saying it would have to be a situation <laughs> like that. But, right, him leaving yeah, the team, yes. Right. Okay. Now we can get to the uh, what pause, and before we get to that, mm-hmm. let me. I'm gonna talk about this okay. um, this Golden State Warriors Memphis Grizzlies matchup. I told Mervin, <laughs> okay, Merv be raving. You have been raving the Golden State Warriors all season long. Mm-hmm. When the Dallas Mavericks beat them like they stole something, mm-hmm. you was acting like it was just a really good team that and, the Dallas and Mavericks had. And by the way, beat. this fa- this look on my face that I know y'all can't see unless you see our videos. Is going to be me allowing Ashley to be right for about two minutes because she is right. Because I'm allowing her to be right. <laughs> Mervin, he would always mention Golden State during season as a good team, mm-hmm. and I would always say, Mervin, they are not a good team. They are not a good team at all. Steph Curry is on the team, and that's the difference. They are not a good team, mm-hmm. and it was proven to Mervin. He has put them on a pedestal this season because Steph Curry has had an MVP season. Okay. 
when MVP he caliber. MVP, I don't think so. Yeah, there you go. Yes, he has, he's had an MVP season. If you put him in a season, say, a not so la- a lackluster season, Steph Curry wins MVP. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's levels to the MVP seasons. Anyways, the boy had an MB- MVP caliber season. He was a scoring leader. But that's why they were in the playoffs, because Steph Curry was playing phenomenal. Those guys are not good. Mm -hmm. And I told Mervin, going into the Memphis game, I said, there is a chance Golden State could lose to Memphis, because they're not that good. Mervin's like, Lakers and Golden State going to the playoffs. Like, Lakers going. We knew the Lakers was going. Mm -hmm. Even if they lost to Golden State and LeBron James hadn't been LeGoat, and they played in Memphis. Well, obviously they would have. Oh, obviously the Lakers would have beat Memphis. They, yeah, exactly, no but you were that. also, but you were also saying obviously yeah, those they gonna beat Memphis yeah. too. And I'm just letting you know, y'all. Steph Curry carried that team the entire season. That team is not good mm-hmm. at all, at all. That team is not good, and we saw that against Memphis. Steph Curry had what, 39 points, something like that, something like and they that. still lost because they're not that good. So I'm just gonna spin this real quick. Uh, to my man Lego, and then I, we can get into the play-in game. I just want to say, this should further, further bring y'all over to LeBron James is the GOAT. This should further bring y'all over to the side. Because LeBron James has to play with absolutely busted teams, just like the one Steph Curry has. He has. In the whole beginning of his career, he was taking these teams to the finals. And Steph Curry can't even get into the playoffs. He took the greatest one shooter we have seen. Finals. How many times has LeBron James been to the finals? You, okay, you're talking about how many? How many times has LeBron James been to the finals, and how many of his teams were actually good? No, because you, you made it. No, 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 no. You made it. You were making it to me. My interpretation of what you just said said that he was taking multiple t- uh, Cleveland teams to the finals the first go around, and he only took one. He I, has no what. He's been to the finals. He hasn't won. He's won yeah. one. No, but he's no, no, been to the no, 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 because obviously he went in 2007. Obviously, I know he went to the finals for four years the second time in Cleveland. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about you were saying he took multiple Cleveland teams like early in his career to the finals. That's what I'm saying. You're good. I didn't say anything about his continue age talking. or at what point continue his talking. he was in. Just continue talking. That's what I'm doing. I was looking up stats. Continue talking. Marvin, that's what I'm doing, bro. Let me get back to it. So I was obviously – I never say anything about his stage of career. But for y'all who may be confused like Mervin, I don't think y'all are, Mervin. A little slow. LeBron James has t- has taken teams that weren't worth anything to the finals. No, that has happened. In his career. That's, that's what I said. I don't understand where you came from. But Steph Curry well, – has not. Steph Curry has always had a good team. When he mm-hmm. was taking his team to the finals in Golden State, they were always good. They were really good teams to the finals. Mm-hmm. Okay? But now that he has a team like LeBron has had in his career, he can't even take the team to the finals. Can't That's... even get out the play in. Well, I just want to say, and this, is the greatest, and this is the greatest shooter we see of all time. I'm just saying that should further show y'all well, how hard it ever... is to do it. 
because it's LeBron James. Well, that that argument would hold a little bit more weight, but nobody's nobody out here is comparing Steph to LeBron in terms of greatness. Nobody's doing that. But I'm I I didn't I, what I said is it should it's, further. I, this is what I just said. I literally just said it, Mervin. And on, I said showing you that Steph Curry couldn't do it should show you how hard it oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that LeBron James did it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm and, not saying only, LeBron James is better than Steph Curry. He is obviously. Let's be real. What the only come on. The only team that wasn't worth anything that LeBron took to the finals was 07. Because every team after that was the Heat, the uh, the Cavs back when he was back with Kyrie and Kevin Love, and then the Lakers last year. I'm just saying. Okay. For how many appearances, finals appearances, does LeBron, does LeBron James have? What does he have, 10 now? Okay. So, with... 07, okay, so, 10, 11, 12, 13... No, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, right? Yep. And then last year, so nine, sorry. So, before he went to Miami, how many times did he make the finals? Once. I didn't say, look, no, we all know that team was terrible. There's no way they des- they had any business being in the finals. I'll give you that one. And he was supposed to go in 2000, uh in 2010, but that's when Dwight Howard beat him in the uh, in the conference finals, and those Nike commercials went to waste. Those Kobe and, Le- uh, and LeBron Nike commercials with Lil, uh, Kobe and Lil LeBron and Lil Dez, that's why those went to waste, because uh, he got beat by Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. That happened. <laughs> okay, so how many first-round losses does he have with any team? Okay, come on. You know that's not a fair question, didn't you? Okay. No, I'm 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 building the story. He has none. So how many first round losses does he have with any team out of just okay? I'm listening. I'm assuming that answer is zero, unless he had one early on in his career with Cleveland. Zero. Okay. Absolutely zero. With nobody on his team. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many second round losses does LeBron James have compared to say? Uh, man, just having a second a round. No, he, he's got beat in the second round. But in in this stage of LeBron James's career, how many second round losses does he have? None. We ain't talking about rookie years. None. We ain't talking about a John Morant years. None. We ain't talking about. Your answer is zero. Oh, okay. Okay. We're supposed to be so, talking about the playoffs now. To what? say to for Steph Curry to lose as Steph Curry's having an MVP caliber season mm-hmm. and he cannot take even take his team into the first round. Yes. What I'm saying is you're seeing what Steph Curry is doing and you see that it's hard. Steph Curry has shown us that yes. it's hard. He went off Nobody's for both games not. Yes. and still couldn't get in. So that should further cement LeBron James status as GOAT status because LeBron James has done it countless times in his career. Didn't countless. Yes. I never said it wasn't tough. I'm just saying. Countless. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Look Whatever. Out. Whatever. We got. We got to move on because we're already. You've already talked too much about the play-in. Let's move on. Look out. Okay. Okay. But anyways, uh, go say loss if y'all didn't know. Mervin didn't think they would, but they uh clearly were not good. Anyway, next. Keep going, bro. What you? What? No, you do. You always. Yes, yes, you. Yes, you do always have to do it. Uh, so to the playoffs, the actual (laughs) playoffs. Uh, first of all, uh, all eight games were must see TV. 
Um, obviously, with my Mavericks being my most watched, uh, the game I want to watch the most. But I will say this. Sunday afternoon, Madison Square Garden, Trey Young versus the New York Knicks. That was probably my favorite game to watch. Mostly for the ending uh, because it was a back-and-forth game. It was close. Uh, Spike Lee was running up and down the sidelines getting happy. I want to say I'm so happy to see all those fans in there because it just added to the atmosphere of everything. But it also added to the atmosphere when Trey Young hit that shot with 0.9 seconds set. 0.9 seconds left and told MSG it's quiet as F in here and then the next shot was Spike Lee standing there looking like somebody just kicked his dog like just quiet and, and that's exactly what it was it was just quiet in there I absolutely loved it the Lakers got beat which was fun for me just to see Lakers Twitter just be up in shambles carry champion and Shannon Sharp didn't know what to do uh, with um, that, with that event happening. Listen, I wasn't worried. Okay, <laughs> me and uh, my uh, faithful best friend when it comes when it comes to LeBron, mm-hmm. Nick Young, not Nick Wright. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't worried. Now, if they would have lost last night, oh yeah, y'all have been in some trouble. We would have been worried. Y'all have been in some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> like, know. wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> you don't want Chris Paul up two zero. That, that's not where you want to be right now. <laughs> but we weren't worried. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, we knew. There was a chance. I knew there was a chance they would lose one of those first two games because right. it's not at home. The Lakers are not 100%. The games weren't at home, and it's against the number two seed in the West. Mm-hmm. Right. Their coach has already solidified coach of the year from coaching from the other coaches. Mm-hmm. We're just waiting on the media results. Like, it's it's like, come on now. I knew Lakers were going to lose one of those games. So don't be like we were in shambles. No, no, no. People, no. Lakers fans who know, who know basketball knew or know it's a chance well, that the Lakers would honestly, lost one of those home games. And, and don't, take this, don't take this the wrong way because it's not really a comparison. But watching Lakers Twitter. No, and stuff, sir. No, no, and you know, know where, where, you know where going, I'm going. No, Watch, no, 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 no. Here's what I'm saying. For, for me, for me. This is, this, this is blasphemy. No, listen to what I'm saying. For what? Listen I to what know, I'm saying. For me, watching Lakers Twitter is like watching Cow. Is like everybody else watching Cowboys Twitter. I like no, to see sir. when the Lakers lose, just to see no, everybody get upset. Sir. Oh my God, no, the Lakers lost. Sir. Are people laughing? That's all I'm saying. Obviously, it's no, not the same. Sir. It's not the same. No, sir. It is not the same at all. <laughs> Cowboys fans are delusional. Okay? Yes, no, delusional. It's always what I'm the saying. refs' fault. It's always it's always somebody's fault. Sa- but the again, actual players. What I was. On Again, what I'm saying is no, watching sir. it from my perspective because I'm a Cowboys fan. And I can't laugh at Cowboys Twitter. I'm telling you, it ain't the same. <laughs> I'm telling I'm you, saying. it ain't the same. Don't compare them to. Oh, that's disrespectful, y'all. Because Cowboys it, fans are literally it wasn't a comparison. some of the worst people ever I was comparing in the life. Viewing. I was comparing the viewing experience from me to remember. Lakers Twitter like everybody uh-huh. else to Cowboys Twitter. But uh-huh. like I said, we like you said, you weren't worried. You figured they were probably going to get a win. I contend that if Chris Paul was healthy, they would have y'all would have been in some trouble last night because y'all only won by what like six sure. points. Yeah, you won by six points last night. Uh, well, towards the end, it kind of just got like, yeah, towards the end, it kind of just like in six points. I say it was the margin of win that I watched. It was like a ten point win because mm-hmm. you know towards the end, the Suns were just you know. Trying to get different book, we're trying to throw shots up. He was getting to the free throw line. Like the game was over. Right. <laughs> we all knew the game was over. Right. Um, but I mean, so let's get straight to the um Suns Lakers um 
series. So it's tied 1-1. Mm -hmm. Lakers won last night. Suns won night one. Uh, Anthony Davis played horrific the first night. Absolutely terrible. Horrific. Absolutely yeah. terrible. That, like the dude was trash. When I talk, like when we t used to, uh, when we were talking earlier um, in the year about if it's Brooklyn versus the Lakers, when I say if uh, the Lakers aren't on, it, Brooklyn's winning. This is what I mean. Like if Anthony Davis looks like that, it, like even uh, okay. slightly like that, it's they're done. They're done. But too. you said if the late no 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 you said if Anthony Davis wasn't one hundred percent that right I did there say that. what that right there was thirty percent that was twenty five percent but that's that what I'm saying near, that wasn't near one hundred percent so obviously if he played like that they could yeah, lose for that's sure what I mean. yeah, obviously yeah, yeah so you expected him to play terrible like that no but he. He has his moments. He's had his not, moments I where I don't think I don't think you were just suggesting that he was going to play like that. Nope. I don't think well, any no, of us thought he was not. just going to play obviously like that. Obviously, nobody thought he was going to play that terribly. But what right. I'm saying is, he's had his moments where it's like, uh, Anthony, sir, you mind uh, showing up today? Uh, and I mean, not just the playoffs. Like there've been regular season games where LeBron went there, where it's like, uh, buddy, I need you to like, I don't know, play a little bit better than this because tonight's not your night, buddy. We need you to figure it out. And he's one of those – and Anthony Davis, has, to me, has seemed like one of those guys where if it's not his night, it's not his night, and it's bad. Like, with LeBron, for example, with LeBron, if it's not his night, he's dropping. He's still dropping 20. If it's not Anthony Davis's night, it's almost like he's not existent. That's what I'm saying. I don't – no, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Um, Anthony Davis, when it's not his night, you know, he's not that bad. Mm -hmm. Last – well, the night in which we're talking about, game one of the Suns-Lakers series, the dude was straight terrible. Mm -hmm. Literally was shooting the shots. Just They just weren't going in. He was, what, 20, 20% in the first half? Like, it was terrible. Right. <laughs> I've never seen him play that bad with the Lakers. It ain't never that bad. When Anthony Davis is not there, you know, he's just, you know, he's not that bad. Like, mm -hmm. he could have – it's obviously like, okay, Anthony Davis, you got to do better. Like, come on, bro. You ain't a regular player. But he, it just, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> That's right. all I got to say. The dude missing so many free throws, missing wide open shots, airballing mm -hmm. shots. Like, dude was bad. He had, what, no offensive rebounds? It was some crazy stat like that. And I'm mm -hmm. like, bro, what? what are you doing? Now, granted, granted, Anthony Davis is guarding the defender. A lot of times when they have a five in the game, he's guarding the defender on the wing. So it's harder to get. Or if they have five in the game, he's playing on the wing. So it's hard to get those offense, offensive rebounds, but he also mm -hmm. was not attacking. He also was not in the game. Like, we, y'all, if y'all saw that, y'all, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was an L. That was an easy L. Um, LeBron, obviously, listen, LeBron, you can tell that both of them are not 100%. You can definitely oh, yeah. tell that LeBron James is not 100%. Because even just watching, even last night, and last night's win. So last night, um, AD redeemed himself, okay? Like, mm -hmm. really redeemed himself. He had 34, 7, and 10. LeBron had 23, 9, and 4. Now, in this 23, 9, and 4, you know, I think LeBron had four threes, like, just throwing them up there. You know, he had a nice little fadeaway uh, three onto the sideline. Um, like, LeBron James was balling, but... When it came to attacking, I noticed, like, in fast breaks, the Lakers used to be a really good downhill team. Mm -hmm. Last season, they were the best. A lot of their points came from the fast break. LeBron James got the ball, and he could literally try to beat his defender. And he, you know, 
holds the ball, pulls the ball back mm-hmm. to set up the offense. And I'm just like, okay, LeBron James is clearly not 100% because he was definitely – he was dominant. He's LeBron James. But he wasn't dominant like the LeBron we always see. Right. Granted, Anthony Davis was being dominant, so LeBron James could step back a bit. But still, you can tell he's not 100%. Right. Um. So, I'm, hey, look, I'm – I'm not gonna what? come out and just say that the Lakers. You know, I'm, I don't know who's gonna win the series, honestly. Oh, uh, we have to talk about. I mean, we have to talk about the main, the main thing that's going on right now and why this this series could shift. Chris Paul injury. The Chris right, Paul injury. Right. Chris Paul. I don't know what quarter that was against um, in the first mm-hmm. in the first game. It was. I the think first it's like half. the second quarter. First quarter. What's was it, it first quarter? quarter? It was the first half. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Chris Paul ran into uh, Cam Johnson and hit his shoulder back mm-hmm. and got a shoulder contusion. It thought he it felt like it popped out of place for a minute is what he said, something like that. And uh yeah. I mean he wasn't good after that. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that definitely that definitely uh was it for them yeah. on game one. But Devin Booker being Devin Booker, the player he is, the player Mervin tried to discredit that one time. I ain't gonna forget that. Um well, try to discredit you, when, Devin Booker. When I said Chris Paul, don't take nothing teams to the playoffs, and you said who Phoenix got? Oh, said, just I, did, I, did, I did say that. <laughs> Tried to discredit Sorry. Devin Booker. My bad, he had Devin. a seventy piece. I apologize, he a, sir. He had a seventy Look, piece in the NBA game. I apologize. Okay. I'm sorry that happened. I'm sorry. Devin, Devin Booker took over the game, game one, um, right. which is why they won. And uh, game two, Anthony Davis took over. LeBron James is this thing, and Chris Paul is in and out of the game, in and out, in and out. He had what? How many points? Eight, six, something like that. Something like that. He's in and out of the game, y'all. Like, when they need him, he's out of the game. So, we're thinking the shoulder contusion is much more serious than they're making it out to be. Mm-hmm. Merv says you play him. Ain't that what you say, Merv? What do you mean? If you're the coach, you play him. Who, Chris Paul? You were saying, Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. If he, can me, go, if he can go, he goes. But me, if I'm the coach. Oh, he ended with uh, seven points, by the way. Seven points. Yeah. So, in the middle, in the middle of what um, we're talking about. But me, if I'm seeing Chris Paul play like that, or if I'm seeing him rinsing pain, wrenching pain every time he, you know, touches the ball, every mm-hmm. time he dribbles, every time he shoots, every time he runs, if I'm Monty Williams, I'm pulling him out the game too. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you don't want a Kevin Durant situation happen where you force Kevin Durant to play and Kevin Durant's not all the way there and then Kevin Durant gets hurt and you don't win. The championship. Right. Like, I think he thinks maybe it could be manageable or something. He just doesn't want Chris Paul to be in more pain. I mean, granted, it is his old coach from New Orleans, so mm-hmm. he could gen- genuinely care about his well-being and not That's want fair. to see him hurt out yeah. there. But, uh, yeah, you also don't want to get Chris Paul hurt for future games. And if it's something we can fix, let's try to fix it now, but don't overexert yourself. Right. And that's what happened. So because Chris Paul was out of the game, the Lakers won. Because had Chris Paul been playing at 100%, Lakers would have lost. And they would have been. I honestly, I would say Lakers would be old too right now. Yeah. Because without LeBron James' performance, without Anthony Davis' performance, obviously the team is losing every single game. Mm-hmm. But there was absolutely no bench performance at all. The bench had thirteen points. The entire Lakers bench had thirteen, 13 points. points. The entire Lakers bench had thirteen combined points, y'all. Mm-hmm. What? Did and like two of them didn't score. <laughs> that is like yes, bro, Kyle Kuz, what did he score? This man scored nothing in the first game. Nothing. 
Game one, Kyle Kuzma scored goose egg, a fat goose egg. Alex Caruso played buku minutes, had four points. Like, bro, Wesley Matthews didn't score. Mark Gasol had six points, I believe, because he shot those two late threes to help the Lakers out. But, bruh, Marcus Morris, Markeith Morris didn't score. It, mm -hmm. Did I did I give a good bench analysis for you? If for my, the stats? Uh, pretty much. Pretty Listen, much. I, you know, I, I have a... a inner statistician in my mind when okay. uh, the Lakers play. You know, I'm checking that out. Um, but the bench scored 13 points, y'all. Like, yeah. if if they keep playing like that, they gonna have the a Nets real winning it all, bro. The Nets winning it all, fam. Mm -hmm. If they keep playing like that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I trust LeBron James's leadership, but he also isn't 100% right now. So, right. <sighs> I don't know, man. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, the Lakers are not playing like a team that's going to win the championship. At all. I can tell you that right now. But but I trust LeBron James. Well, that and the good thing is you don't have to be playing like a team that's going to win the championship in the first round. You just got to keep playing. And, right. Yeah. And that's why I'm hoping they build the chemistry because the bench not having points, to me, that has to do with a lot of chemistry, mm -hmm. how the team is playing together. Because if you only scoring when your starting five is in the game and then your bench players coming in and out, I feel like it has a lot to do with chemistry so right. uh definitely you build chemistry through the playoffs um and i'm hoping that's what's gonna happen because what they got going on right now ain't working um okay let's move on to the mavs clippers two, so i just want to say oh, absolutely nobody two, thought oh absolutely two, nobody thought that oh. the mavs would be up 2-0 not even on this the road guy, but two, on the road against oh, the clippers let's go hey look look how the Clippers let them come in there and snatch it at home two games in a row? You know why? Because three words. Luka, blanking, Doncic. That's why. Um, look, I'll be real with you. Like you said, nobody expected that, not even me. Like, I would I would have been happy winning game one and then the Clippers win, win a close one last night. I would have been perfectly okay with that. Because going in the uh, Staples Center, still in the game, is as tough enough as is, and to go in there and t not it wasn't even a steal at this point. Like you could say, okay, they stole the first one, winning by ten, but they did the exact same thing last night. Patrick Beverly's getting bodied. Kawhi hey, look, everybody said what they wanted to say about Kawhi Leonard after they lost to the Nuggets in the playoffs last year, and rightfully so. But he's been doing his job, and honestly, Paul George has been too. But you talked about what? the you talk about the Lakers okay. bench. You talk about the Lakers bench giving giving you thirteen uh -huh. points last night. The everybody not named Kawhi Leonard and Paul George uh, that plays for the Clippers needs to get their ass whooped because they ain't been doing nothing like they've yeah. been giving them nothing. Patrick Beverly has Luka Doncic out here on live TV under baskets with live mics saying he is too blanking small. He's out there shutting everybody down. It, it don't matter who they're putting Pat on. Pat Bev, y'all. We talking about scrappy <laughs> this is, Pat Bev. This is Pat scrappy Bev, Pat Bev, Mister Pat Bev, who will square up with you on the court. Yes. And Luka Doncic Luka is literally telling care. this man he's too small. Luka does not care. I told my homeboy yesterday, because uh, I was, you know, just tweeting about happy about the game, and he's a Clippers fan. He was like, "Man, what did Luka? What did like the? What did the Clippers do to the Mavs?" I was like, "Look, 
I still think they mad about last year because they honestly had a legitimate shot at that uh, at that series last year. If KP doesn't get uh, ejected in game one and if he's not hurt, they're probably winning that series. And then the Montrez Harrell thing, even though I know he's across the hall with the Lakers and not with the Clippers anymore, that happened. And it's just it's just too much. <laughs> it's just too much. Luca's not happy about it. And he's like, all right, y'all have one. I'll let y'all have y'all fun last year. He's out here coming for heads. That's all. That's what's going he on right is, now. I mean, he's gaining a lot of respect for me. Although I, I, I already had respect for. Luka. I was about to say, how could you not respect him? I, I could, already had respect for Luca. That la- last year shot on the buzzer. Right, okay? and I get it. And I get it. If people, if if somebody doesn't like Luca, I get it. He he does cry a lot. He he does get he mad. Does. He and gets you can talk about LeBron. What? Hey, no. Well, yes. Look. Luke, yes. No, no yes. Luca gets in the. Re- I told you. He I was told a, you that. He was one tech away from a suspension in the regular season. I'm glad he fig- he calmed it down the last couple of weeks because we needed him I to be in every game. I told you that. Yes. Last time you said you called LeBron a little something, I said, bro, I know you ain't talking with Luca. Oh no, yeah, I know. No, Luca. But still, yeah. Luca's Luca's earned his his haters in that sense, but yep. uh, but as far as production, Mister yep. Thirty Point Triple Double as a 22 year old. Dropped in, what did he drop last night? 40? No, did he drop 40 last night? I'm sorry, I'm looking. He dropped uh, 39 last night. What so, who does he, what group of people does he join the ranks of being so young, dropping 30-point triple-doubles in the um, playoffs? I don't know, Ashley. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> Let go. Okay, Thank back you. to you. Okay. Uh, but, like you said, so... And then one of my one, another person even asked me. It was like, are they gonna sleep? Like, absolutely. First of all, hell no. <laughs> I know better than yeah, I, I know better than that. I st- look even after Listen, the Maver- wait, wait. Before you say that, if they sweep the Clippers, Tyloo need to be fired. I love me some Tyloo, but they need to buy him too. If Throw they, the whole coach first of staff all, away. <laughs> if they sweep the Clippers, I'm getting a picture of Rick Carlisle stepping over uh, Tyloo <laughs> in canvas and putting it back here because it's already on Twitter. All I gotta do is find it because I've tweeted it. That's Throw I would do it. I would do it. Because you can't go okay, to okay. away because you didn't trade it away. So here's my question. Then. Here's my question. Then. Mm-hmm. How much? How many apologies are owed to Doc Rivers if the Clippers get swept? Doc, Doc was Doc was culpable. Let's be real. Doc was culpable was. last year, but it wasn't completely his fault if this team gets swept. Clearly, it wasn't just him. That's all but I'm saying. Who told you it was both? It was me. I, it was both of them. Okay. Doc you're right. Rivers, you're right. Doc Rivers should have got, like, it was a brand new team. Mm-hmm. Doc Rivers should have had that under control. Yes. But he didn't. I'm just saying. He, he but need, it's them, too, for sure. It's, yeah. yeah, like, some of, the, some of the blame needs Pandemic to not be on. Was, uh, Pandemic P was a thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, I look, I still remember a team back 15 years ago who got a 2-0 series lead and a uh, NBA Finals and somehow blew that. So I won't be calling this thing done until I see triple zeros and Mavericks win series 4-0. That's what I want to see. There's also been uh, a team in the Finals who had a 3-1 lead and lost a 3-1 lead right. to LeGoat James. Um, look, hey, even last year, didn't the Nuggets come back from two – wasn't it two 3-1 uh, – Deficits that they had to overcome, they did it against they the Clippers, sure and they did it in the first round. So sure look, did. I'm happy that the Mavericks are up two zero. Obviously, I would be lying if I said I wasn't, but I have cautious optimism because what I don't need is to be like, oh yeah, we're going to the second round. Okay, we lost game three. Okay, that's cool. Oh, we lost game four. Okay, we're going back to. 
I don't need none of them issues. I don't need none I of that problems. Say, all right? That's all I I'm saying. I just want to say, if it was the Cowboys, Mervin would for sure do it. For sure do it's it. It's different. It's different with the for Cowboys. For sure. It's different with the Cowboys. Delusional. Anyways, anyway. uh, but they're, go- they're going back home. You know, I see Luca. you know, going off for of one of those games. Oh, absolutely. If we go back. I see him going off for of one of those games. I will say this, though. This is going to be the hard, the, at, at, up to this point, hopefully there's there's more season to come, or more basketball to come for the Mavericks for me. But this is going to be the hardest game they've played all season up to this point. Because if you think for one second that Kawhi George isn't going to try to try his best to drop 50 um, on Friday. Kawhi you, George? Ka- Kawhi Leonard, sorry. Kawhi okay. Leonard, Paul George, that's what I meant. If you think for one second Kawhi Leonard is not going to try his best to drop 50 on uh Friday, you are out of your mind. Can he, though? Because these last two games Can I watched with Kawhi Leonard, granted, he, he dropped has forty-one been last up, night. He dropped forty-one 30, last night. But thirty of those points were in the first half. When the with these last two games, Kawhi Leonard towards the end of the game, he has disappeared. You you, I mean, if you look, look at the last two games, he has disappeared in the fourth quarter. You can he only has. If you, you can only carry their weight on your back for so long. <laughs> if you gonna drop fifty, now LeBron, just saying, now LeBron. But if you gonna drop fifty. You make sure you show up in that in that fourth quarter, yeah. Because clearly, clearly, look, this man can score sixty, and if ain't nothing in the fourth quarter, they're not gonna win. No, you're right. Because the Mavs but, are keeping it close, and then once Le- Kawhi stops showing up towards the end of the game, that's it. Look, and and the Mavericks play a, a style of basketball that can be beaten, obviously. Uh, oh, I, clearly. <laughs> because if the if the three point shot is not falling, they are in some real deep trouble. I I'll be the first to admit it. I love oh, when they're clearly. falling, but, but if they're the Mavs, the Mavs are playing really good right now, yeah, and absolutely. they don't—they're not gonna keep this up. Yeah, no, they're not gonna keep. I don't—I don't see them keeping <laughs> this, this up by any DNA. means. So, <laughs> but hey, look—if y'all want to prove me wrong, by all means, please do, <laughs> please do. But uh, obviously, I don't see them keeping this up. They're gonna lose a game or two in this series. And, and uh, when I say keep this up, I do mean if they beat the Clippers in the series, they're not gonna keep it up the next round. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because I'm saying there's that's a chance fair. they could beat the Clippers for sure. No, that's fair. This Clippers team, no for choking. Oh, what's the chance? The that's fact fair. that y'all just lost two games in LA mm-hmm. in the playoffs to right. the Dallas Mavericks shows me. And your bench not contributing. Mm-hmm. And Pat Bev is not the dog that they once said he was. Mm-hmm. Shows me that y'all could beat the, the Mavericks, can beat the Clippers. But right. yeah. If the Clippers came back and won this series, I wouldn't be surprised. But right now, yeah. Put the Mavs now, at some point. If it's not this series, if it's next series, they will I will not say play this, though. Way. No, they won't. But I will say this, and I'm not trying to look too far forward. But if the Mavericks win this series, they get to the Utah or Memphis next. They get Utah next. Ain't no yeah, Utah or Memphis. I, I'm not, <laughs> this no, is different from what you said. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't completely hate the matchup. That's all I'm saying. You don't hate the matchup with uh, Denver. No, Utah. Not Denver. You don't have to match up with Utah. I don't completely you said hate last it. week that the Mavs could beat the Jazz. No, I, last week I said they would beat the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. You said last week that they could beat the Nuggets. Yes, and they can't. Right now. Presently constructed, no Jamal Murray. The Mavericks, I think the Mavericks would have beat the Nuggets. So glad, glad we don't have to find I guess we don't have to find out, but yes, I think they would have. So with... Jordan Clarkson mm-hmm. with 
Donovan Mitchell. He didn't play last game, which mm-hmm. is why Memphis is up 1-0. Right, and he was and he uh, was rightfully pissed. Yeah, with Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. You think the Dallas Mavericks could beat the Utah Jazz? Yes, because of the word you said, could. I didn't say will by any means. I say you could. Mean, wait, wait, wait. You think they could beat them in a series, like a whole seven game series? Yes. And no, if it happens, I'm not putting money on it. I'm not betting you because when I bet, I always lose. So, no, I'm not doing that with you. But they could. Now, let's get on to – let's finish out the rest of these playoff series. Miami got drilled by Milwaukee. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just want to say, Giannis out here getting teased. I mean, he getting – everybody doing flagrant fouls on him, and this man is – Keeping the utmost composure. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a grown man have such composure. He's had two flagrant fouls that I've seen called against someone guarding him. Mm-hmm. And the man just, one time he got up, started playing hopscotch with the basketball. Mm-hmm. And the next time, Trevor Reza literally pushed off of him, did a push-up on him. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at him like, bro, did you? Like, what are you doing, son? Did you really just do that, fam? Like, really, dude? Yeah. He looked at him like, really? It's- but yeah, it's probably uh, one of those situations where he has more to lose than the other guy, so it's probably like just let I it say, be and keep it pushing. I say Milwaukee in five. Mm-hmm. Next, um, if I'm okay, Portland and Denver. If I'm Damian Lillard and I drop forty-two, and we still lose by nineteen points, I'm fighting somebody <laughs> in the locker room that night. Ain't no way I should drop forty-two and we lose by nineteen points. To another, to a one-man show, a one-man show. It is not a one-man show. I told you, Michael Porter Jr. has stepped up into that two-man position, and he's been doing his thing too, fam. You forgot, Michael Porter Jr. was once really sought out after athlete coming straight once. from college. I just want to throw that out. Was once. You're right. <laughs> no, you're right. He's good, but he ain't good enough for to be get for them to be getting beat like that. Well, for them to be beating Portland like that. That's all I'm saying. Um, Aaron Gordon is also playing well um, for Denver. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I don't know what he did in his last game, but the game before that, he had 16 points. But what did Jokic do? What uh, were his numbers? 38. Well, uh, let's see. He had 38 points. Um, I don't have the whole box score, and, of course, my stuff is moving slow. Uh, yeah, he had 38, 8. Uh yeah, he had thirty eight points and eight rebounds. So what did he have on assist? You forgot one of the like when you when you mention him, look, you don't mention rebounds. To, you mention the assist. Look, because fam, that's what he does. I'm trying to give you what I can to make my computer not run slow. I got too much stuff up right oh, now. Okay. Dead. Uh, Jokic had thirty eight points, uh, six assists, eight rebounds. Okay. Yeah. The man just gets his – he gets his team involved, yeah. okay. Michael Porter Jr. stepping up, and he just opens up the floor. I understand, you know, if Portland, you know, can't defend that. I, I, I get it. Carmelo Anthony was also tripping last game, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, every time I look, he was getting a foul. He walked in the game and got a flagrant foul. Had just gotten the game. Anyways, but, yeah. yeah um, it also doesn't – I guess it doesn't help that Portland's bench is giving them absolutely nothing. I mean, um, if you talk about who ain't got on bench, yeah, Portland you got that right, have a bench. Buddy. Got their that bench right. is Carmelo. <laughs> right. I was just going <laughs> to say, they're six men. They're six deep right now. That's it. Their bench is Carmelo, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, just got to throw that out there. Okay, uh, so you have Denver coming out of that Portland series? Yeah. Yeah. If they're, if they're going to get. Come out now. 
I have Denver coming out in six. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Like I said, if they're going to get beat with Damian Lillard dropping 40 points, yeah, they're they're done. Uh, Knicks, Atlanta, this might go seven games. Um, I hope it does. earlier, but we didn't. Yeah, this might go seven games. I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch seven games with the Knicks play Atlanta. Granted, I do see If it's going to be like it was stars. Sunday, yeah. It's not. I don't think it's always going to be like that. But maybe because both teams are subpar. And they both have rising stars on their mm-hmm. team. That's one thing I like to see, the future of the league. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch the future of the league, watch, Let, uh, you know, that mm-hmm. series. And, but, I mean, uh, it's a lot of basketball on. I got to choose what I got to watch fair for enough. time purposes. But, but for the sake of this, I just want to say – I, I want to get on here and say I apologize to Trey Young. I thought he was going to be one of those guys who made a bunch of noise in college for that one season and wasn't going to come in the league and do nothing. He's balling out. And Sunday was just another episode of him balling out. I give it to him. I apologize, brother. Get a haircut, but keep balling. I mean, he felt, he did kind of fall off a little bit from last season, if yeah, he you did. ask me. But, but um, his team's also in the I mean, playoffs. And and you know what's wild about Atlanta that I that that I think people who don't just think about it don't realize? Didn't they have a coaching change like two months ago? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. like they, they had yep. a this is not the coach that they started the season with. And he's only been there for like two months and they're out here balling right now. They're the five seed in the, in the East. Like yep. that's that's what you Middle bring in a coach to do. Yeah. That yep. doesn't happen that well, often. End of season. Yeah. Um but yeah. I mean, it's probably going to go seven games. Uh, we got two games left. These are pretty self-explanatory. Philly and Washington. Mm-hmm. Come on. Right. <laughs> come on. Right. And Brooklyn and Boston. That's really a really come on. Like, Boston Bro, sucks. Boston. How did Boston get this bad? That's what I'm trying to figure out. How did Boston um, get this bad? I mean, who? I mean, think about it. They have the young guys. Mm-hmm. But those guys are also young. That's true. <laughs> But it's just like you don't think of, like you don't think about Boston being this bad, even like when they're Actually, down. Maybe and maybe it's just me. I'm hearing I'm hearing Marcus Smart is the problem. I don't know, right. but they listen. I, listen, look, I, look, you had I, two All Stars yes. this season, and y'all that bad. Yes, seven seed like that 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 trips me out. Like seven in the uh in the play in, it's like. How was okay, how was Boston? I'm trying to tell you, some games, some games they just don't show up. I believe I've seen it. a couple of Boston games where they just got drove, mm-hmm. like they got drove last night. Yeah. Granted, and I expected see, them to get drove by the Nets. And then you see games where Jason Tatum was dropping fifty pieces. Like, what are we? I need them to figure out a middle ground and and stay there and not be so so up and down like they have been because they shouldn't Tristan, be this bad. Maybe Tristan Thompson is once again, you know disturbing the locker room with all his off-the-court, you know, drama, you know? <laughs> oh, his Kardashian drama? Maybe, you know, because you know he's done that once before, but now he's cheating and just distracting the whole team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, wasn't that when, uh, oh, no, that was, who was it? No, that was, um, who was that that was cheating on his girl and his teammate ratted him out? Oh, that was, um, Nick Young and, uh, Nick was Young that uh, D'Angelo? Iggy. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Yes, I don't know why I was thinking. Yes. Uh, I don't know why that made me think of him. But, yeah. Um, Where does he play now? D'Angelo Russell. Where does he play now? He's not in Brooklyn still, is he? Nah. Nah. He, out, he somewhere balling. I mean, he'd be having yeah. good individual games. But I honestly don't know where he is. But, yeah, he read his teammate out, yes. Um. Anyways, okay. So, that's yeah. enough for the um, oh, NBA he's in Minnesota. playoffs. 
Well, okay, real quick though, real quick though. Is this Brad Stevens' last ride in uh Boston? Sound like it to me. Because okay. it's right here, ain't it? Right. Listen, I'm over here talking about I hear Marcus Smart is the problem. Listen, we don't know who the problem is. Right. All we know is Brad Stevens has had, you know, he, you know, he had his success mm-hmm. early on. Yes. But that success is short-lived because right now, how you got two all-stars and you playing like this? Right. In the East. It'd be different if it was the West. East. In the East. Come on, bro. Granted, they're playing the Nets, but I mean, even mean regular season. Regular season, like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, they shouldn't even be in this position. It was some games where they straight got embarrassed. Oh, wait. Okay, speaking of Boston, before we end the segment. All right, so Brooklyn won their two games at home. Mm-hmm. And they're going back to... Um, they're going back to Boston, oh, and yeah, obviously yeah. Kyrie Irving used to play in Boston. Mm-hmm. And when Kyrie Irving was asked about how he felt coming back to Boston, this man said, "Well, uh, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm hoping I'm hoping it stays strictly basketball." Mm-hmm. Then he said that the fans be shouting out racist stuff. Uh, like fans, yeah. come on now. Yeah. Like I don't understand fans is like. When LeBron James left Cleveland mm. the first time, why do y'all hate him so much? Like, well, Le- so the point LeBron's where you had a game, LeBron's polarizing, but not that. But, but it, but but it mean, shouldn't be pl- that. But it shouldn't be that. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. other players too. Like when you, you know, leave somewhere and players just they just don't like you, just mm-hmm. calling you out your name, calling you racist stuff, literally risking their chance to ever be at a game again. Right, <laughs> like. Like I like I'm with you. Like I get it. Like when LeBron first left Cleveland and broke the hearts of a city, I get the booze and stuff like that. That that has the to be the economy also plunged. Yeah. After that. Well, yeah. But I mean, so I get the stuff like that. Like if you want to boo the man, you suck. All that stuff. If you want to keep it like that, that's all fine. Or like when uh-huh. KD, uh, when did KD they got booed when he went back to OKC? Stuff like that. That's whatever. But. Keep, like you said, keep it straight basketball. But Boston's been known for this. Kyrie himself, in that same interview, said he's not the only one that could say he's heard some wild stuff. In Boston, a few years ago, uh, Adam Jones, playing for the uh, Orioles, got called some racist stuff at Fenway Park. P.K. Subban, a hockey player, uh, he was playing for the Canadians at the time, went into Boston in a playoff game and got called in word a few times. And he's black. So this ain't nothing new for Boston. People have heard this a, a lot. So I'm not saying it's right by any means, obviously, but it, something somebody's probably gonna say something untoward, and um, yeah, there's gonna be some issues. I mean, I, ho- I hope they don't. It's, it's I would hope so they small don't. Now I feel like when you're in a bigger, a, a more uh, filled up capacity, a more filled up stadium mm-hmm. or arena, you can kind of people. Well, they, feel emboldened to do it because right. there's so many people around them and they don't know if they're going to get caught, you know. Well, but if you're just sitting there and the next person is like three seats down, well, well Ash, are you, you going to be that bold? Well, I would, if this was the regular season, I'd be 100% on board with you. But have you seen these games? These games are, <laughs> these, like these lower levels are packed. So you it depends. It depends. Because I don't know what Boston's that's, COVID that's true. are. That's true. Because New York looked like they got the whole state. They might as well. All they, I mean, they got all, everybody. All New York was missing was those uh like courtside base uh those baseline seats, and maybe but like a few, saw, and maybe like a few behind the, the benches and stuff. Right, right. But then you saw the Clippers, and they still had the cut the cutouts in the lower levels. Well, no, the Clippers like, had the cutouts in the lower <laughs> level behind the benches. 
on the t like on the side where the TV cameras were. Oh, that was full. But I'm saying like they still have areas near the yeah, 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 yeah. cut off, so it's like a shorter. In New York, everybody up there like yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. You're right. You're right. That, but but what I'm so yeah, you're right. It's it's uh dependent on exactly what the situation, the seating situation is in what Boston. What COVID protocols are right. Uh-huh. But for the but like we like I said, like we're seeing. These teams are putting as many people as they can in the stadium in accordance with the NBA and local protocols. Pretty much everybody's saying, hey, look, whatever the NBA says goes. So if you want to put 12,000 in there, you can put 12,000 in there. If you want to do 15, you can do 15. There's going to be mo- there's going to be at least 10,000 people, I would assume, in Boston. Somebody, I'm, again, not saying it's oh, right, but somebody can say something. By the time we get to the finals, that thing going to be it's Well, gonna be first of out. all, Boston not making it pass this round but oh i'm talking about any team yeah by the yeah, time yeah. we get to the finals those games are gonna yeah. be packed out because that's money making right there for, exactly you know these teams and these cities um, and stuff but what i'm saying is yeah. for as far as boston is concerned there'll be enough people in there where if somebody wants to uh, say something they can probably get it off and it'd be really hard to find them unless somebody just turns around and is like yeah this racist guy said it but yeah that's crazy y'all gonna risk y'all Future right. of going to right. NBA games on saying something racist. That's if you haven't copped the jersey, don't cop it. They say Skylar Diggins' jersey is selling pretty well right now. So, if that's what one that you want, don't mm-hmm. cop that jersey. All right. So, uh, the Connecticut con- oh, the Connecticut <laughs> Sun. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Continue. I'm See sorry. where your head is. Okay. I said Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't say it again. Don't say it again. <laughs> I said cun with an N, Mervin. Okay, oh continue. Gosh. Stop saying it. It's too close. Oh Stop gosh. saying it. Anyway. I got a child for a co-host. Anyways, yes, okay. <laughs> All right. So on Sunday, the Connecticut Suns played the Las Vegas Aces. Mm-hmm. And something happened. Somebody got – listen, I didn't even look too much into it, but it involved – uh, the Aces center, Liz Cambage. Mm-hmm. She either found somebody or somebody found her. They was all up on her or something like that. So, Stuart Little, or shall I call him Coach Kurt Miller, oh, allegedly told the ref, come on, she's 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Well, can't. Um, mm. I don't think there are any 300-pound women in the, in yes, the WNBA. Can't really, can't really do that, buddy. Okay. But, you know, uh, I don't know what possessed him to say that, but he did. And somehow it got back to Liz Cambage. Mm-hmm. So she called him out on social media. That's the best way to do it nowadays. Mm-hmm. And she said, let me show y'all what she said. In the video, she said to the coach of Connecticut, I'm sorry, little man, sir. I do not know your name. She's Australian. I wish I could do an Australian mm-hmm. accent, but I can't. But the next time you try to call to the ref- referee, trying to get them to get a call, like, come on, she's 300 pounds. I'm going to need you to get it right, baby, because I'm 6'8", and I weigh 235 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, sir, you was a whole 65 pounds off. Okay. Now, some people say they might not be that much, and some people say it's a lot. 
you talking you about? You gain six hundred pounds and see the difference <laughs> in what it, it looks like. Yeah, talking about women, you probably want to get the weight right. First of all, right. you don't want to comment right. on a woman's weight. Period. Let's start there. But if you're gonna do it, be be like five be like five pounds off, not sixty five pounds. He off. knew she wasn't no three hundred pounds. He's he seen. Was, he hopefully, he's seen pounds. the scouting report. <laughs> Anyways, he later apologized because he had to. All right, saying, "quote I regret what I said in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. and I want to sincerely apologize to Liz and the entire Aces organization." I understand the gravity of my words and have learned from this. No, he hadn't. This was com- well. This was company line. It's company line. My thing line. is, he apologized because his consequence was he was fined ten thousand dollars and suspended for a game. Yeah. Now I don't know about y'all, but uh, the WNBA coaches don't make that much money. Mm-hmm. As we've discussed so on this to, podcast before, for him to be fined ten thousand dollars, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. I wonder can we find their um, coaches' salaries. I tried looking you up a coach's salary one time in the WNBA, and I just could not find it. I'm just like, why is this so? Uh, I was like, why is it so hidden? Did you go to spot? Oh, nope, found it that oh, quick. There it is. Miller signed a six-year deal. Okay, let's get out our calculator. Mm-hmm. A oh. six-year deal worth two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Uh, not a lot. <laughs> not that is $45,000 a year. This can't be right. <laughs> you see, you see no, what I'm talking no. about? Ain't Wait no way. Ain't no ain't way. Ain't no way this is right. Ain't no way you, you see can, what I'm talking about? Ain't no way you, you can find, find somebody a quarter of their salary. Like, that's a lot listen, of money. You try to you try to find these WNBA salaries, and you're in disbelief whenever you get a result because you just like, okay, ain't no way they're getting paid this little. But some of the players are getting paid in the forty thousand range. I don't think a coach is. He can't be getting paid no forty five thousand. But uh, yeah. Yep. Um, I'm seeing the you same saw that thing. Too? Yep. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I guess maybe we should do a little more research. But uh. No. Uh. Well, continue talking because I'm think I'm seeing it on the same thing. Yeah, bro. Listen. But listen, y'all. Mind you, before I said anything, I had no idea what this man makes. It is just pitiful what they play, what they pay the WNBA community. It's pitiful. But to find somebody ten thousand dollars, granted, he shouldn't have said. He it. shouldn't have said it. Yeah, let's start there. <laughs> he shouldn't have said it let's start at there. all. <laughs> and she was right to call him out. Okay, she was very right to call him out. But ten thousand dollars, yeah. if he ain't making that much money, I know he felt that. Yeah, you can't be doing that, buddy. Yeah, nah. Nah. I mean, hey, you know, shout out shout out to Liz Cambage for bringing the WNBA to the national spotlight during NBA playoffs, you know? Because let's be honest, when the NBA playoffs, the WNBA has gained some notoriety mm-hmm. with these last few years, but when the NBA playoffs is on, ain't nobody talking about the WNBA. And Liz Cambage said, nah, mm-hmm. I'm going to call him out. Social media. I'm gonna be on Sports Center. I'm gonna be on Fox Sports. Right. I'm gonna be on CBS Sports. I'm gonna be on SNY. Like homegirls on everything. Call them out, sis. And somebody, you know, Kirk Miller might be starting to go for me to get the rest of his salary back because mm-hmm. that's a lot. Ain't no way you can pay that with that little money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, um, you got anything else before we take a quick break? No, sir. No. 
All right. Well, first of all, actually, we do whatever that garbage truck is doing in your background. I need them to chill out. Uh, I was just about to say, <laughs> like, you were in perfect timing. Good night. You said, let's take a break, and this garbage <laughs> truck just pulled up. <laughs> well, we're gonna take, LOL. We're going to let uh, the garbage truck do its job, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the second half of the More Right the Wrong podcast. This is Mervyn Wright Jr., and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the second half of the More Right Than Wrong podcast. This is Mervyn. Um, my co-host, Ashley, is over there being Ashley over there, stuffing her face, trying to be healthy. Is that the word you used? Healthy? I don't know what that means. I need you to uh, describe that for me in depth. I was just eating ground turkey with brown rice mixed in vegetables. See, I don't know what that. I don't know what none of that is. I don't mm-hmm. do none of that. It, it's all bacon, cow, maybe some chicken, fried. You know what I'm saying? She's over there like eating oranges and stuff. She said she was on like at the gym yesterday, trying to you know be healthy and stuff. I don't know what none of that means. Okay, I'm just here we for. We can tell by your belly. Hey, I'm here for a good time, <laughs> not a long not time. Not a long time. Nah, low key. I've been me- a lie. No, it is. You've been no, working been out. Well, right like i uh the other day i was at work uh and the girl was like oh i can see your belly and i was like well i need to be back in the gym this next week because <laughs> it's usually not that bad so yeah i need to need to let some of these uh these pounds off you know what i'm saying i ain't got time to be i can't go to the beach and get no girls like this i'm gonna say the other word i can't do that, that, that <laughs> oh, you did i'm gonna say the other word <laughs> can't wow do that. women Y'all see how he just tried to degrade us? Oh, my God. That's not what we're going to do. That's not what we're going to do. So, in the second I half... I mean, instead of saying women, it did come off before women, right? That was the first Look, thought to your it's mind. A, huh? That's the joke. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Obviously, I don't mean that. And even if it was right. serious, I don't get... <laughs> that's not the type of women that I attract anyway. So, that it's okay. I don't you have don't to You don't attract worry. any women. Correct? Just want to throw it out there. Because I haven't had... Okay, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, so for the second half of the show, um, I'm going to have my minute, and then we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers um, speaking out um, in his interview with Kenny Mayne, and then the Padres are bringing out the swag chain, um, and Jay called is facing criticism for being in the Basketball Africa League, uh, which, actually, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to need you to help me out with that, because haven't seen any of that um so yeah so yeah i'm gonna need you to be on that for me and i appreciate that so with that being said let's go ahead and hop into it so my minute today is in reference to uh may 25th 2020 um as most of y'all know we record um on wednesdays uh but yesterday was the I guess anniversary, if you want to say, uh, it's been one year since the uh, killing of George Floyd um, in Minneapolis, um, and I just kind of to want to, I kind of want to just have a discussion with you, Ashley, um, about you know how things have been since then. Um, obviously, we've seen a lot of things change. Um, we've seen bills start getting put into place. Um, you know, we've seen you know worldwide protests and outrage about everything that's happening um but you know like i said let's just go back to initially when it happened it happened 
uh, George Floyd, you know, was arrested for a counterfeit bill or whatever, um, was a was not trying to get in the cop car, and then Derek Chauvin put his knee on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, killing him in broad daylight on the street corner uh, for everybody to see. Uh, the video comes out, like I said, it sparked outrage across the world, not just in America, where we've been, and not just among black people, where we've been, you know, fighting and, you know, protesting for years, talking about Black Lives Matter and saying we don't want to die. Uh, but now, you know, sports leagues are kind of picking up on it. Uh, more than usual we saw the WNBA like we've said um, you know kind of championing the the effort saying like hey look this is a serious issue this needs to be addressed um, and we're even seeing it like watching European soccer um, even they were talking about it other sports leagues um, last night I believe even in a in a in an NHL hockey game up in Canada they have Black Lives Matter in like three different languages with other sayings and stuff. We saw it in the NBA bubble last year where they had the social justice messages. Um, so, but I think my, what I'm wondering is how far have we really come since last year? Because we've seen, you know, things changing, but we've also seen some things still saying the same. Like, not too long after George Floyd, we saw Jacob Blake get shot, which caused the NBA to take a pause for a couple days in the WNBA. Uh, We saw Dante Wright get killed a few weeks ago uh, up in Minnesota. We've seen countless shootings, um, you know, even on the day that George Floyd verdict was read, uh, we saw another police shooting um, in Ohio. Um, And so, you know, some things have changed, but we've also seen stuff change for other people. We saw... Uh, the Stop Asian Hate Movement, which um, has led to anti-Asian hate crime bills being signed by uh, the president, Joe Biden, which also makes me wonder, like, okay, we've been dealing with this for a long time, too. Where's the anti-black uh, hate bill? Where's the anti-lynching bill that keeps getting shot down? Where's all this stuff? Um, but, you know, progress is being made. Uh, so, actually, I would like, like to ask you your thoughts on, you know, how things have changed since this time last year. Um, and, you know, how, what kind of progress are making what we can do to get better? I mean, I didn't expect all this, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I was not prepared. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I agree with everything you said, you know. We still got a long way to go, but um, you've seen major donations to black communities. You've seen major donations to HBCUs. I mean, at the end of the day, the money, you know, definitely is a plus up. Like, like these big name companies, uh, the NBA, everybody's, you know, pledging to donate this amount of money by this year to these black communities. Basically what Colin Kaepernick was doing from the jump, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> basically following the Colin Kaepernick blueprint. But um, as far as reform and justice... Um, we obviously need more justice. We obviously need more reform. Obviously. Uh, we're trying, Congress is looking right now at a police reform bill and they haven't passed it yet because mm-hmm. they're talking about, um, they want it to be right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's make sure we get it right. Okay. Um, you know, you got the story of this man named Ronald Green 
two years later, his family found out he got beat by the police, and mm-hmm. that's why he died. And the police told them, told them he was in a car wreck. Yeah, crazy stuff like that. Um, I mean, but like I said, you know, inch by inch, you know, mm-hmm. the closer we get to the goal, you're still inching closer to the goal. Like mm-hmm. all, you know, progress is progress, and we appreciate progress. Um, and we just gotta keep fighting for more progress because right. you know they be hating on us, fam. I understand. Right, we do. <laughs> I we don't understand. They be we hating on us. But I will say, I what I would love to see more of is actual change. Uh, because we've seen a lot of symbolic gestures of uh, people changing the names of schools that have Robert E. Lee. We've seen the movement of statues or the attempt to. Uh, we've seen at Texas, you know, the the uh, push to get rid of the eyes of Texas because of the background of that song and other stuff like that, which is all fine and dandy. Because, again, nobody wants to, especially when it's mostly black players be singing a song that has racist backgrounds to it nobody as a black kid nobody wants to go to a school named after robert e lee named the rebels um who where that school is named after somebody who was one of the worst slave masters ever who told him you know whoop him and put him in brian so it hurts even more like nobody wants to do that nobody wants to see confederate statues while walking down the street in south carolina nobody wants to see that and that's all, like I said, that's all fine and dandy. But let's get some actual change in place to where we know that if something happens, somebody's going to be held accountable as opposed to it's just symbolic stuff to where, oh, let's let's calm them down. Let's just act like we're going to do something and hope this blows, blows over because that's what they've been doing a lot of. And they've been doing a great job of it. They've been doing a, a really good job of something happens and then let's just you know let's you know pat them on the back like oh we're here for you we got you and then just keep it pushing and then stuff keeps happening let's fix that and then we're good i agree okay well um again our as always rest in peace of george floyd and uh you know props to his family um and everybody who backed the movement after his killing that has led to stuff like this. Steven Jackson, um, may especially um, how he was always at the forefront. Um, you know, everybody who's had something to say since then. Um, all the people that went out protesting last year um, in the midst of the pandemic um, to where we really weren't supposed to be outside, but we're like, nah, blank that. <laughs> let's get out right. there and let's let's make our voices heard. Shouts out to y'all. Uh, Shout out to the goat, James. You know, because he just gives so much back to the community. I just had to throw him. He does, no, hey, look, I, I've said it a bunch of times. I'll talk about him on the court. I ain't never got nothing bad to say about him off the court except for the decision. That's all I got bad to say about him. But everything <laughs> else he does, starting the schools, you know, helping families, you know, being the community leader that we need. Yeah, absolutely. By all means, keep doing what you're doing, LeBron. Um, so, yeah. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Let's keep up the good work and let's make some actual change happen um, to where this doesn't keep happening again. All right. Ashley? Aaron Rodgers? Uh, A-Ron? Mr. Principal Face? I figured that you wanted to start A-Ron because you hate him so much. Uh, But I will. Um, It's no secret that Aaron Rodgers is having um, a little tussle right now with um, the Green Bay Packers organization. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we discussed places he could go, mm-hmm. you know, on this very podcast. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, they just, Aaron is not happy with whatever's going on over there. Um, well, in the latest news of the saga, your boy didn't show up to OTAs. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, they're optional, but he shows they're up not, to them in the past. They're, it's a quote-unquote optional. You you want to yeah. be there. Right, but right, but they are optional. Yes. Like, you, you, can, you can't like, get fi- You can't get fined for not showing up. <clears throat> right. But he shows them to in the past. Like, OTAs are very important, you know. Yeah. Determining, you know, the begin- like it's just building, you know, because you got new teams every year. This is the NFL, right? It's building, you know, just bonds with your team. You know, it's leadership. Mm-hmm. It's just all, it's all this other stuff that goes in OTAs, mm-hmm. and your boy was not there. Okay. Yeah. Ha- wait, real quick. <laughs> have you seen where he is right now? No, where is he? He's in Hawaii right now. I'm dead. Like I, I think an alert just came into my phone where he's <clears throat> like he's sh- taking pictures in Hawaii with his fiance. Your boy is not at OTAs. <laughs> okay, he in Hawaii. <laughs> And his top five receivers, guess where they at? They are also not at OTAs. Mm-hmm. Now that's some listen. I'm like, this is some this is some juice. Okay. But let's backtrack. All right. So the day he didn't show up to OTAs, that night he appeared on Sports Center mm-hmm. on Kenny Main's show. Was that his final show? Yeah, that was his final Somebody sports center. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow. His final sports center went out with a bang because everybody that interview everybody was talking about right it. Now. <laughs> The interview is everywhere right now. Well, anyways, Aaron Rodgers showed up on Kenny Main's final show on Sports Center mm-hmm. and talked about you know the situation. And he said it was it was kind of vague. He said uh, it's about the people. Mm-hmm. Like Green Bay needs to understand that the organization is about the people. Now let's you know let's go back to what a lot of people said the issue was. Mm-hmm. Okay, in twenty twenty, instead of drafting for a position they could actually use. You know, to help get Aaron Rodgers another championship because mm-hmm. you know, like you mentioned, he just stand up. He got that one stand up there alone. Mm-hmm. They could have got him another wide receiver, an offensive lineman, maybe a safety. Mm-hmm. But the team traded up to draft Jordan Love and mm-hmm. didn't let Aaron Rodgers know that that yeah. is at the top of the list. So obviously, he was asked, you know, does it have something to do with them drafting Jordan Love? And he said he likes Jordan Love as a person. He mm-hmm. said he, he likes him, you know, although, you know, they drafted him for absolutely no reason because he mm-hmm. was inactive that whole next season. Right. Okay. But, uh, you know, they, he said he loves, I mean, he doesn't love him, but he likes him as a person. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that was still one of the reasons why he wants to go. Yeah. It, it's in, in total, okay, Homeboy is calling out the general manager, yeah, Brian absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and I honestly think, we gonna see one of them gone. Yeah, and I don't think it's gonna be Aaron Rodgers. See, I. The I pro- think. Okay, I don't go, think, ahead. go I, ahead. I don't think they're gonna fire necessarily Gugunkus from mm-hmm. the team. I think they're gonna give him another position that doesn't have to do with mm-hmm. managing the team. Right, but here's my thing. So, and you mentioned it. He's because I pretty much caught that uh, most of that interview. He said it wasn't that they drafted Jordan Love. Part of his problem that he's always said was they didn't tell him, which, uh-huh. again, I, I – look, I'm one of the guys who's usually on the player side when it comes to stuff like this. When it comes to this or, like, the Deshaun Watson situation, obviously pre, uh, <laughs> pre-scandal, or, like, Russell Wilson. Players should get a little bit more power. The, the front offices have a lot of power and stuff, so I get Especially you. Especially if you're the most important player. Exactly. So it probably would have been a good idea to know what's going on. Even though 
this is exactly the same situation 16 years ago uh, or 17 years ago when he was drafted to replace uh, Brett Favre. While Brett but, Favre is still there. He's he's seen this Brett, done because Brett, he did it to Brett Favre. But Brett Favre, at the time, the difference is he was teeter-tottering with retirement, was he not? Yeah. No. I'm going to retire. I'm, yes. No. It, it was talks. Not it was, yet. It was talks about then about him, you know, possibly retiring. Not in the yet because he, he didn't – I feel like that stuff didn't come around to like 06, 07. Maybe I'm no, wrong. Maybe it, my timeline is off. But yeah, no. That, yeah, I was I was reading up, and they said that it was his retirement. Um, com, the the conversation like he could retire in two three years, like was coming. Okay, up okay, yeah, yeah, Rogers. that's fair. Yeah, that's when you draft a quarterback. You know, Aaron Rodgers not retiring no time soon. Right. He won. He won the MVP last season. At that time, they were drafting for their future because they knew they only had a couple more years right, with right, Brett Favre. Right. That's fair. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers hadn't given any inclination of trying you. to be up out of there anytime the soon. The year they drafted Jordan Love, he still listen. Any year within the past decade, Aaron Rodgers has still been in your top five when it comes to quarterbacks in the league. Absolutely. So Absolutely. if he, if you have a top five quarterback in the league, why are you drafting another quarterback? In why the first are you trading round. up? Right. Why are you trading up to draft another quarterback? If you want to draft I a backup it. in the seventh round, by all means, go ahead do it. But right. like you said, if you're drafting a quarterback in the first round. You're drafting that quarterback to either start right now or start sometime in the very near future in the next right. year. That So, yeah, them doing that was absolutely asinine. I still don't get why they did that. Like, you could have waited a year or two. Um, or maybe, or I think he kind of hinted to this. He had had plans on getting out of Green Bay sometime soon anyway. And he said this. I don't know. He said winning, this MVP, he said winning the MVP this year threw a wrench in his plans. So he was probably planning on leaving there anyway. Again, could have been uh, facilitated by them drafting Jordan Love, but I, look, I don't know. It, it it could have gone a couple. It could have been I one thought, way or the other. Then a few years ago, he said he wanted to spend his whole career there. Yeah, yeah, he could have said that again. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it was started by maybe the that mind that that thought came because they drafted Jordan Love. I don't know. Oh yeah, we all said that yeah. once once they drafted Jordan Love, we were the conversation was how mad is Aaron Rodgers yeah. right now? Yeah, absolutely. And he even like, said when they and you know what now that I think about it, when draft when Jordan Love got drafted, Aaron Rodgers was on the interview a couple days later and said he saw the draft pick come down yep. and had a couple had a couple fingers of tequila uh after that. So yeah, he knew what was up. So but again, yeah. like you said why are we trying to replace Aaron Rodgers right now? I get it. You need somebody. Why not get him some help? Get him some help. That's one. And number two, if you're going to draft somebody to possibly replace Aaron Rodgers, let's do it in the third or fourth round. Let's not do it in the first round. You that Because, again, you're drafting first-rounders to play right now, or if not right now, if it's a quarterback, it's halfway through the season. So, yeah, no, no, that, that was just dumb. I don't know why or they did it. still in a couple years, like, right. you know. Like no, you got Aaron Rodgers and you draft somebody behind him. I'm thinking like, okay, he has a couple years under his, um, you know, under his belt. He can be under Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years because he'll learn from the best. But and Aaron Rodgers fair. won MVP last season. He like right. the LeBron James. Like you don't you don't see him ending well with this ankle injury. I don't know with LeBron James, but you don't see him ending within the next two three seasons. Right, exactly. So looks like I said, I still don't understand why they did it. Um, I think it's pretty dumb, but but that wasn't it. But five months later, Rogers was uh talking about how much he loved his receiving core. The very next day, (laughs) 
one of the receivers, what's his name, Jake Camaro, one of his receivers, Jake Camaro, he said he especially liked Jake Camaro of his receiving core. The very next day, Gutenkus cut Camaro. Yeah. The very next day. Yeah, yeah. You just said, I love Jake. Yeah, and love Gutenkus this guy. Said, this guy's great. All right, let him go. Out of here. What? Yeah, the next day. This one, no, two days later, a week later, a month later, the next day. Right. Like, this is still in the headlines. Like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers likes this guy. This might, guy might be going somewhere. Yeah, he's going cut. somewhere, all right. Yeah, he's cut. Like, cut. come on, man. What are we doing here? And see, this is why Aaron Rodgers called him Jerry Cross the other day. That's exactly I mean, why. It does sound like a Jerry Cross situation. Yes. Like, you are intentionally going against one of the best to play the game. Yes. Like, <clears throat> like I said, Aaron Rodgers, again, as much as I hate the guy, much as I punch him in the face, he's great. Why are you, what are you doing over here where you're making this man so mad to where he wants to leave? And he's even said, and like you said earlier, he said, it's not the coaches. He likes Matt LaFleur. Probably minus the decision to kick the field goal in the NFC Championship. He likes Matt LaFleur. He likes his teammates. He likes the coaching staff. He likes pretty much everybody there. He just doesn't like the culture and, like, how they don't treat people the right way. Again, that goes to the top because they don't have an owner. So who's below that? Whoever your <laughs> president and your GM are. So, yeah. Do you think Matt LaFleur is in an awkward situation, though? Because oh, absolutely. Because is the one who hired him. Yeah. So <laughs> but you, you can't, also. You can't. You don't want to come out and be like, uh, yeah, whatever my GM is doing isn't working. I need him to get it figured out. Because then him getting it figured out means you're going to be in the unemployment line too because right because he gave you your job right right i mean he won't be there for long obviously he's shown that he can run an offense he might make some questionable decisions with tom Uh brady on the sideline but for the most part he can run an offense so yeah i yeah that yeah matt lafleur is in a bad spot when it comes to this because he can't really say anything he's who would who in their right mind let me put it like this if i'm matt lafleur if I had to hedge my bets on who I would talk about first, it would be the GM. Because I can talk about the GM, and there's proof to back this up because this GM is making one of the best football quarter, one of the best quarterbacks ever upset. Nobody with any football intellect would ever have anything bad to say about Aaron Rodgers' football uh, ability. So if you were to say something bad about Aaron Rodgers, now you're pretty much putting yourself out there like, oh, you're a problem too? Yeah, we're not touching you, buddy. We'll see where where this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers will still be with Green Bay next year. I hope he is because we don't have to play him. I hope he okay. is. I don't want to see him in the regular season. If he goes to the I mean, never... y'all don't have to play one of the y'all don't have to play one of the guys in the goat conversation, but y'all definitely have to play the goat. So, you know. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, week one Thursday night for the world to see. I'm not happy about that. Yeah. Oh, now you're not happy because you threw confetti out the last time. No, I threw conf- no the right, 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 the confetti no, was for draft day. Oh, you said you, if you had confetti, you would throw it. That's because the schedule was coming out. Right. It wasn't right, necessarily right, because right. I was happy by having to play Tom Brady week one. Right. Right. Mm. Okay. Anyways, let's move on to baseball. We never talk about baseball. We really don't. Um, We're gonna have to in the next <laughs> coming months, but you know that, right? I pray about it. All right. Fair enough. Baseball <laughs> is not fun to watch. It's fun to watch live. But it's okay, not I was about to say, it's TV. fun to go to the games. It's not fun to watch it on TV, but 
some players are trying to change that. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, the San Diego Padres were playing the Seattle Mariners. And in the bottom of the second inning, Fernando Tatis Jr. stepped up to the plate and hit Absolute a home run. Absolute baller, by the way. Absolute baller. This is his 200th hit of his career. And I might add, he's only played 173 73 games. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's his 51st home run. Well, that one was. All right, so once he made it around the bases, his team presented him with a swag chain, y'all. A swag chain. Now, if you're thinking turnover chain, this is just like it. Mm-hmm. Probably cost a little more money. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> we got major league salaries going in. Because you got major league salaries. The swag chain is a large, hefty six and a half pounds. Jeez. It's gold plated with a spinning SD on the front. And stones, I didn't see that. Okay. Glittery stones. So, it's for them, for the Padres, it's for the home run hitter or the player of the game, if they were to win. Mm-hmm. Okay, so somebody getting a swag chain. Uh, well, pause. I guess there are games where somebody doesn't get a swag chain. Yeah. Now think about it, because you could lose and get no home runs. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you're curious as to how serious this ice is, because Mervyn, you know, you didn't even know they had the you know, spin. Well, I saw it. I didn't see any video of it spinning. The guy who made the chain, Gabriel Jacobs, has designed jewelry for Beyonce and the Kardashians. So, you know, it's some bling. Mm -hmm. And it's some real bling. Yeah. Okay. uh, I mean, shout out. Let's just give a shout out to the University of Miami football team. When they made their turnover chain famous, for one, everybody got some type of chain. Mm -hmm. Everybody got some type of jewelry, especially in football, college football. Right. But this definitely brings the excitement over to baseball. Mm -hmm. They are the U is obviously cultural historians when it comes to sports. At this, it, I mean, this is in the history books. Right. You know, the U started the turnover mm-hmm. chain. Now, yeah. I will say, other baseball teams have something like this. It's not as cool as the chain. I will obviously admit that. It's not at all. Not at all. But, <laughs> not but, even close. But the hat that the Rangers have for the best player when they win, I'm just saying. What I'm not saying it's as cool, but I'm saying like people are starting to get on board with that. Like you said, with some type no. of recognition for. Players who are balling out. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, I know I would take Y'all, the chain over the hat Mervin any day just of the week. Said a hat. Mervin like the old granddaddy that be watching. No, sports, it's like a, know? it's like an old. He appreciates the little things. It's a, it's a, uh, like it's a cowboy hat. It's the Rangers. Right. It goes with the culture. That's Mervin what I'm saying. appreciates the little things. He mentioned their little cowboy hat with a chain. I wonder how much that chain costs. No, I, well, I, I, I wasn't saying it was comparable. Costs. What I was saying was people are. Giving recognition to their players. That's what I'm saying. And right. why you looked okay. that up? Why you looked that up? Oh, uh, I, I wasn't gonna look it up. But oh, okay. friend, I thought you were about to. But I will say you're talking about stuff like this, and when it comes to baseball, uh, you know things are changing a little bit. I want to shout out Trevor Bauer because Trevor Bauer is one of those guys who is kind of saying like, all right, look, that old way of playing the game, that's gonna have to chill out. That old way being where uh-huh. somebody hits a home run, and if they don't just Leisurely, if they don't trot around the bases at the right paces, at the right pace, if they bat flip or do something like that, next time they come up, they're going to get a baseball in their butt, right? Trevor Bauer's like, nah, man. He employs the thought process of essentially the you. If you don't want them to celebrate, if you don't want them to bat flip, if you don't want them to take their sweet time uh, running around the bases, don't give up a home run. It's really that simple. I gave up the home run. I'm the one who should, who should have my head down pouting. I'm not going to get mad at you for celebrating. You know how hard it is 
to be able to hit a home run on somebody throwing 95 95 miles per hour high heat at you if i would absolutely let me put it like this i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna enjoy this <laughs> i'm gonna take my time gonna, let me put it like this I, obviously, completely different circumstances, but like uh, the restaurant I used to work at, we had a softball league, and I said, if I ever hit a home run, I'm taking my <laughs> sweet time jogging the bases. And they'll be like, you I don't mean, even you have to I mean, you take your sweet time because you had a shape too, but keep going. That's true. But they were like, you don't have to touch every base. Like, I don't care. Look, I ain't never hit a home run in my life, and I'm probably never going to do it again. I'm taking my time running these Listen, bases, buddy. So I'm doing for, a two-step on the bases. Exactly. I, hey, I might do the Iggy shuffle around them. I don't care. But so, <laughs> so the jerk. <laughs> right. So to be in the major leagues and to be at the top of your game, and this is for every this is for every sport, essentially, to be at the top of your game doing it the best possible way against people who are at the top of their game doing it the best that they've ever done it as well, if I beat you, I'm gonna I'm going to celebrate. I'm not gonna get in your face. I'm not gonna come at you all in your face, be like, ha ha, just hit a dinger on you. I ain't gonna do all that. I'm gonna keep it respectful. Oh, but I'm gonna have fun while doing it. Except for Jose Batista. He still gotta see me for that bat flip oh against gosh. the Rangers in twenty fifteen. He still oh gotta my see gosh. me. Mervin obviously, if y'all can't tell, is very excited to say that. You just really got really excited, Mervin. That really revved you up, huh? What? The Jose Batista thing? Just get yeah, well, yes. Oh, or about like what? Look, I like to see players having fun. These it was are hype, bro. These are grown men playing a kids' game that I wish I could be doing. I'm not gonna be mad about them having fun out there. Like what? It I, players do get their pennies in a bunch quite often. Older they do. Players about the way new players are playing. That's it true. happens in every sport. Exactly, but yeah, I'm like, it but but it happens sport. with baseball more than anybody because it's the old, like you said, it's the old man's game. It, it's you know, it's these old unwritten, unwritten rules and stuff, which are all BS, by the way, for the most part. And it's like, dog, just let these kids play. Like, if these kids are our age, Ashley, a lot of these guys are our age. We would be out there having fun too. So it would be really messed up for me to say. You can't go out there and have fun when essentially they're my age and I will be doing the exact same thing if I was out there. It makes no sense. Okay, now back to the Padres. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm talking about having fun. We're having fun. Okay, well, let's talk about having fun. Tatis wasn't done there, and I guess he wanted to be presented with a swag chain again mm-hmm. because at the bottom of the seventh inning, bases loaded, your boy stepped up to the plate and did what? Hit a grand slam, Finger. popping that bad boy straight out of the back of center field. His second home run of the day, y'all. So number fifty-two in his career. Mm-hmm. You got fans yelling MVP, and we're only in the month of May. Oh, Your boy got yeah. to the dugout and spun the chain so the world could see it. So what? If you want to see him spinning the chain, Mervin, just go look up the video. His second home run against the Mariners. He spun that thing. It literally looked like spinners. Y'all remember the spinners rims? That's oh, what it God. looked like. The SD on some spinners, mm-hmm. like. This is what I'm talking about. Bring the fun. Bring some more fun to baseball. I'm with this. Right. I am definitely with this because this makes you go when look at the highlights. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm with it. You know? Right. And the coach said that this is the swaggy. Well, manager said this is the swaggiest team he's had. It's a swaggy bunch. I mean, the, the, the San Diego Padres are a pretty swaggy bunch. And they got yeah. a lot. They have a lineup on them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they're a team. That, for those who care about baseball, they want to win you know, the finals is over between that and the football season starting, go watch you some baseball and try to go watch you some Padres baseball. Cause like you said, they have fun and they're going to be, they're out there winning by the way. Yeah. And look out for their uh, swag chain. You feel me? Right. Right. <laughs> you feel me. Okay. You have anything else to say about that, Mervin? Cause you were definitely very heated. 
I wouldn't even hate it. I was just saying I like to see the kids have fun. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it sounds a little hated to me. Stay in your light. Stay in your light. What are you talking about? I didn't even say that. I know you didn't. I didn't uh, even say uh, anything Emmanuel like Hudson. that. Emmanuel Hudson says that on Wilder Now. Come oh. on. Oh, oh yeah. Um, my, oh, real quick, pause. And I know I expect you to laugh at this when I say this. I don't know because you're not getting my, you know, our references. No, no, no. It's not a joke. References. It's not a joke. But one of my managers said I sound like Emmanuel Hudson, and I was like, I don't, I don't think I sound like him. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear it. No, I don't, I don't hear it. But you know, hey, look, whatever. I don't. But uh, that guy is hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Um. So yeah. That guy is hilarious. Okay. <clears throat> J Cole. So as we know, J Cole just dropped the off season. J Cole just dropped the off season. Mm-hmm. And he's in season over there in Africa, mm-hmm. in Rwanda, I might add. He is in the Basketball Africa League. Now, he's playing for the Patriots Basketball Club of Rwanda, mm-hmm. where they play two games, and Cole is averaging 17 minutes and 1.5 points per game. Right. Oh, by the way, I looked it up earlier. Yes, this uh, league is in association with the NBA. Okay. So... If you watch the debut, he scored three points, meaning he scored zero points in his second game. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he's not shooting the ball. Mm -hmm. Right now, he's 50% from two on just two shots. He's 0 for three behind the arc, and he's 1 for 1 for free throws. The man ain't been, he ain't, you know, been playing. But, when asked about Jayco's presence in the league, this guy named Terrell Stoglin, he is a guard in the Moroccan League, and he said it's disrespectful to the league for J. Cole to be taking up minutes that could go to somebody who spent their whole life trying to play, somebody who doesn't have a millions, millions, and millions of dollars that J. Cole has, mm-hmm. and someone who averages more than one point a game. So, dang, yeah, you coming for the stats? Granted, J. Cole ain't played professional basketball, well, ever. So, he has been training with NBA players, though. But that's what the man is saying. You're making his point. I'm going to keep going. Okay, fair enough. His fair point. enough. Okay, I'll listen. Then he said it's good for the game in the sense that it does bring notoriety. Because I didn't even know this league existed mm-hmm. until J. Cole got in it. It brings them notoriety and it does bring them money. But he believes other people are more deserving than J. Cole. Mm-hmm. And you just, I mean, you kind of, what you just said, kind of. Proved his point a little bit because the man says he has players, he has friends that have been trying their whole life to play, and they play professionally other places, and they're you know maybe you know want to stop in the Africa League, and they can't, or they could have. Mm-hmm. Say the team started off with twenty people, and they had to cut it to thirteen. J Cole did get the spot of one of those seven players cut. He did. Mm-hmm. When asked about. J. Cole in the league, um, the owner and coach of the team said it was purely a basketball decision, J. Cole being on the team. I agree it was a basketball decision. How can I make more money <laughs> right. with my basketball team? Right. I agree. <laughs> now, the man, he high-key is is on to something. He high-key spends some facts. Now, I ain't going to say it's necessarily disrespectful because if it happened in the NBA, I would say it was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, these NBA players are more popular than the rappers. 
So if you're bringing rappers who can barely ball, who averaging one point a game into the NBA, I could understand why other players would be upset. But this is a league that not a lot of people watch. And I'm just saying, J. Cole is making more people watch. So I think it's a good thing. Exactly. I was just going to say that. J. Cole is bringing eyes to the product. Which right. there, there were eyes on it already because like when I'm at work and I have the TV on NBA TV, like that's what's showing during the middle of the day. They're showing the basketball Africa League. Uh, we're seeing this because like we're getting eyes on it because J. Cole is over there. But let's be clear. He's taking one spot. It's not like he made a whole team of rappers. It's not like him, 2 Chains, Chris Brown, and Quavo got together and got some of their buddies and made a team. That's not what happened. Wait, wait, hold on. In the times of segregation, when it when segregation first started, and all the white people saw the one black kid in the class, they was upset because they knew it was more of us coming. That's all I'm saying. This all it takes is one to stop. I hear you. I hear you. But let's be real. That's 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 not that's not what's gonna happen here. At least I you don't, don't think, see that. You I don't, don't think Quavo would go overseas and try to play a season? No, absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Uh, I can see it happening with future rappers. Rappers who think they can ball, mm-hmm. I can see it happening to where they go overseas and try to make a team. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Jake Cole going to be, like, seriously. Or maybe he is. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to seriously be, like, diehard Patriots basketball club of Rwanda. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't, yeah. and I don't know. Look, you might be right, but I wouldn't see it happening. But he took one spot. Again, you're spinning. <laughs> he, he's mostly right. That spot could have gone to somebody that might be a little bit better that's been actually playing professional ball for a while, maybe trying to move up or something. But if it was that serious, you should have been better than J. Cole. If the coach says it was a basketball decision, I have no reason to believe it was a basketball decision. So are you saying you think J. Cole made the team because the other people weren't better than them, better better than him? Okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you halfway. I, oh, if you, okay. <laughs> if we measure, if if the level of his basketball acumen and it, his notoriety brings more eyeballs than Buddy over here, then yes. I, look, I have to do it. I'm sorry. Part that's of my job. Part saying. of my job is to make I, this team better and to put butts in, butts in seats. Okay. That's why I understand where homeboy is coming from. Right. Because it's, he's right. right. J. Cole probably did take a spot of somebody who's better than him. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure a lot of people are better than J. Cole and can be in that spot. But they're not J. Cole. Right. Okay? J. Cole is obviously, we watching for J. Cole. Right. It's like. The highlights was on YouTube getting millions of views because we want to see J. Cole first game. Exactly. And if I may somehow throw the Cowboys into this <laughs> unnecessarily, it's like, it's like Romo playing golf. He's not a golf. He played be- uh, football. Obviously, he can play golf. He's not that good. But if he gets an exemption into a tournament, okay, it's gonna bring more eyeballs. It's the same thing here. It's gonna bring more eyeballs, like you said. So let's... I don't know about that because you're talking about a sport, uh, uh, an athlete playing another sport. Fair. Okay. We talking about a rapper who does not play. But anything. they're two different sports. It's, it's playing a professional. It, sport. It's two different sports though, it, and it's a lot of different but skills. But still. Too. Yeah. But but we've always known J. Cole was an athlete. We've always known he could ball. Obviously, okay, we know he can ball. We know he was an athlete. Those are two different things. We've known he could ball. You ever ball. seen... Yes, an athlete. An athlete. 
bitch. You, you be, can ball and not an be an athlete. athlete. Be no, ball. you can't. I need you to Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg has. If you look up old, um, old uh, stuff of Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg has went out somewhere and ball before. Snoop Dogg ain't an athlete. Snoop Dogg smoked 10, 20, 30, mm. 40 times a day. Does not work out. Is not an athlete. Do you understand what I'm saying now, Point Marvin? Ashley. Yes, got it. Yes. Got it. Thank you. Because I was we like, know you can ball. I was like, but are uh, you an athlete? <laughs> usually, you gotta be an athlete to be able to ball. But I see where you're yeah, going. No. Okay. No, okay, there are so many ballers out here that aren't athletes. Okay. I can ball. If I, you know, I can ball. If I have put on some sneaks right now, I can go to the gym right now and ball. Mm. Am I an athlete? No. Yeah, I'm saying Fair like enough. I don't live that life. Mm. That's not. I don't live that life. They eat, sleep, breathe sports, whatever sport they play in. Mm-hmm. J Cole over here rapping like, oh, I want to play basketball today. That's fair. I see where you're going. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm pretty sure his teammate, his teammates ain't tripping because a uh, homeboy surprised them with some new shoes, right? Some new gear, paid for all of that. And what they, right. what was they doing? Hand out, picking mm-hmm. up the boxes. Thank you. Picking up the boxes, right. looking at their new gear. Right. And I mean, I just want to say, flex of the year, early leader. After the offseason came out, he was in the layup lines and they were playing his music. I'm just saying. Right. That's a flex. That's a flex. Also, I do want to say it here. If Quavo goes somewhere and plays basketball, I just want to say I called it. That's fair. I called it. Mervyn doesn't think it's going to gonna happen. But if it does, I called it. Shout out to Quavo. Because hey, that's, look, shout that's somebody who takes his basketball very seriously. Although I don't think he's that good. Mm-hmm. He takes it very seriously. He has the same trainer J. Cole had. J. Cole, we should have known. J. Cole was paying an NBA trainer to train him. Quavo has paid this same NBA trainer to train him. Mm -hmm. So, is he paying him for no reason? Could be. I'm just saying. If Quavo try to to join a professional league, just say, I called it. Well, anything else? Nope. I mean, if you're a coach, if you're a coach or owner of a team, that was a brilliant decision. Exactly. To put J. Cole on your team. I understand there's some haters out there. There's some people who don't like the decision. I get it. But you got to do what you got to do. Money talks. Money talks. Right. And and in this pandemic, we need money. So let's go. We're going to need that money. Well, uh, with that being said, I think we're... I think we're done for today. Although, Ashley, I don't know if you're looking at the Google Doc. I added one thing because we don't. We have a little bit of time we can kill. Um, I just wanted to go old man mode for a real quick second and channel my inner Dan Evans, my grandfather, rest in peace. Um, and shout out to Phil Mickelson for winning the PGA Championship this Sunday. Fifty years old, oldest man to win a PGA champion, uh, oldest man to win a golf major. Uh, that's his number six major. I think he's tied for twelve. Just want to say shout out, Lefty. It was. For I understand everybody's not a golf fan. Most people don't even care about it. I do, and I spend most of my day on Sunday watching him go out there and secure the victory on Sunday. I just want to say shout out Phil, and you give hope to people, even like me, even though I'm only 27. That even when I'm 50, I can go out and do great things like he just did. Just want to put that out there. Go Lefty. I'm sorry, I just had to put that in there because. It made me excited. And I need Tiger to come back and win another couple of majors. Please, thank you. That's all I got. Ashley, anything else? Nope. Nothing else. Mervin, tame your beard, bro. Bro, I've been trying. 
I've been trying to go, but I went to the barbershop last week to try to go. And I tried to go at 8 o'clock because I had to be at work at 10 and it wasn't open yet. So I didn't have time. So I just want to say, I You don't schedule an appointment? You just show no, up? No, yes, I do. And first oh of all, you know gosh. the last time I've been to a barbershop, Ashley? It's been a solid two years. Y'all know, for those of you who don't know what Mervyn looks like, I'm pretty sure we all do. But close your eyes and imagine a man who does not know that you should schedule an appointment with a barber before showing up. I never and had. Think about how he looks. That's exactly how Mervyn I looks. never had to. Untamed. Sh- I never had to schedule an appointment. That's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is, obviously I would. Would you say, out of your friend group, you were one of the ones with the best edge up when you had hair? Yes. And I didn't have a schedule for me. I don't remember. Now, granted, this. I had a bad... I don't remember Merv with a good edge up. Granted, <laughs> I had a bad hairline. That's probably part of the problem, but... Which is I'm about to say, I, I don't remember Merv with a good edge up at all. I don't know what y'all talking about. What, what friends you got? Anyway. So, you your edge up was better than Dez's? I don't know. I don't I'm know. dead. I was just trying to start something. I know you were. Okay. That's why, that's, <laughs> that's why I'm not playing into it. So, yeah, uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we're going to get on with uh, whatever else we got going on today. Uh, Ashley, thank you for so much for episode 21. We've made it this far. Woo-woo. Uh, thank you all for listening to episode 21 of the More Right Than Wrong podcast. Um, tell your friends about us. You know, like us. You know, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the videos. Subscribe to the Instagram and, all, and the YouTube and whatnot. Um, and like I said, tell your friends. Shout us out. All the takes is one retweet, you know what I'm saying? Or all the takes is one repost on Instagram. We might get in front of somebody big. You never know. So we would love that help. So, yeah, like I said, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much. And we'll see y'all next week on the More Right Than Wrong podcast.